Welcome to the Soul Align Business Babes podcast. My name is Susan Francis and I'm a mindset manifestation expert, business coach and mentor helping women quantum leap their business success and make the seemingly impossible a reality. And if you're here, you've been called here for a reason. You know within your soul that you are capable of so much more and I'm here to help you unlock your full potential and manifest your dream life and business. It is my mission to empower female entrepreneurs to connect back to their soul, to their true calling, and to create a business from a place of alignment and purpose. So if you're struggling with hard work and force in your business, then get ready to let go of everything you think you know. It's time to forget all the stress, all the strategies, all the hustle, and instead unlock the secret to manifesting your next level of abundance. Join me as I deep dive into creating a business that flows, teach you how to trust your intuition, create a mindset of abundance, experience more joy, and to learn how to become magnetic to the money and success you desire. I have a down-to-earth, strictly no BS approach and make the woo-woo seem logical and actionable. I know that the knowledge, tools, and insights I share will change your life and the way you approach your business forever, and I'm excited to help you expand. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back. Today, we're going to talk about the five reasons why you might be feeling burnt out. Being in this entrepreneurial journey often means that you're starting solo by yourself, and it's very easy to experience burnout. Almost everyone I know that I've coached that I've worked with has experienced burnout in some way or form. And so I just want to talk about the reasons why and what you can do about it, because it's There's things that you can do at any stage of the journey to make sure it doesn't happen, right? And often we learn the hard way, but I'm giving you the shortcut. So stay tuned. So five reasons. So the first one is doing too much, right? Might seem obvious, but doing too much. And so what I mean by that is it's, you might be doing too many client calls, right? Too many client calls or trying to do too many things in your business, right? Too many things in your business. And so this is the first thing. I'm just going to go through the list and then I'm going to dive a bit deeper. So doing too much in your business, right? Doing things you hate, right? So doing things that just you hate doing that really drain your energy. That's another big cause of burnout. Not honoring the seasons or cycles or flow of your life. That's another reason. So really just trying to push through, not honoring the season that you're in. And like I said, I'll go into a bit more detail on all of these. Not working with soulmate clients, that's a big one too, right? If you're not working with clients that are aligned, it can be a big drain on your energy. And also not not selling or not, not, um, not doing offers that you love, right? And so it can be any one of these things or a combination of them. So let's just dive a bit deeper and then I'm going to go into what you can actually do about them. <clears throat> so when I talk about doing too much, that's the first thing. Too many client calls. Now, if you're a coach, you might be thinking, oh, but it's, you know, I need to be doing client calls. That's how I make my money. You know, I need to be doing, we need to, we really need to, if you've got big desires, if you want to scale this, then you need to know your limits. You need to honor your limits and know how many client calls you can energetically handle, right? On a consistent basis. 
So for me personally, I never do more than three client calls in a day. That's the max. Two is kind of my ideal number. Now I can physically obviously fit more in. Technically I can do more, but I find it too energetically draining to do that and do other things in my business too, right? That's a good balance for me. And so knowing that I know that my one-on-one capacity is limited and capped And I explore other ways, obviously, to build the business, right? And I love, I love masterminds. That's my favorite thing at the moment. My group containers, I absolutely love that. I love teaching courses. There's so many other things that we can do, but it's so important to recognize and honor your limits and to not make yourself wrong. I mean, I work with women too that are very much in the the spiritual sort of space. You might be doing processes, Um, you know, healing processes, even with, so coaches and healers, healing processes with clients. And those things can be energetically tiring. And so we need to honor, we need to honor what feels good for us. When you do a session with a client, like how much time does it take to refill your cup, right? You need to honor that. So really knowing your limits for me as well. um, I don't do calls generally, I don't do calls on Mondays or Fridays, right? So that's part of my, my, part of the boundaries I've put into my business. I just do calls Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And so that allows Monday and Friday to work, work on other things. Monday's really my content day. Friday is usually sort of a bit of a CEO day, working on finances or bigger picture things in my business or just catching up on things, right? Or today I'm taking the afternoon off and going out for a lovely lunch. So if you follow me on the gram, stay tuned for some beautiful photos later. Um, because I am recording this just before it gets released today. I'm a bit behind with all my podcast recording. So knowing your limits, right? That's the big thing. The other thing is, well, in terms of doing too much is trying to do all the things at once, right? So try trying to do all the things at once. And what I mean by that is, do you have beliefs in business that don't serve you? Like in order to build a multiple six figure business, you need to have particular funnels, certain programs, you need to have a blog, you need to have a podcast, you need to have a list, you need to be doing all the, you know, you need to be doing TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and a Facebook group and LinkedIn and all the things, right? It's like, are you trying to do too much? You do not need to do all the things. You can build a multiple six, seven figure business just by focusing on three things, three or four things, right? A handful of things. They're things that really you feel called to. So recognizing that you're really asking yourself, you know, what, what beliefs do I have around business that don't serve me? What are all the things that I'm telling myself that I should be doing? And honestly, what do I really feel called to be doing? We're often trying to do too much and it's, it's blocking the flow of more coming in, right? Because it's burning us out. So that's the first thing, right? Recognizing when you're actually doing too much and cutting it back. Like, and when you think about cutting back what you're doing, then it comes down to cleaning up the stories, right? Cleaning up the resistance you have around what you believe you need to do in order to create success. Because I promise you, it's less than you think. The consistent absolute pattern with every single client that I have helped scale is that they are doing more than they need to. They're doing more than they need to because they have some beliefs about I need to be doing X, Y, Z, fill in the blank, whatever it is, this many hours, this many posts, this many emails, this many lives in order to create the success I want. It's never true, right? You know, like I've helped clients that used to do 10 sales calls a week, go to switch to doing no sales calls and closing everything in the DMs, right? 
I mean, how much time does, well, that immediately saves about 10 hours a week. So it's, you never, you're always doing things that you do not need to do. So it's about cleaning up the stories that you have, the resistance you have, and realizing that you can have what you desire on your own terms. Doing things you hate is the second thing. So, you know, if you've worked with a business coach before, then they've probably told you that these are the things you need to do to build a business, right? Like I said, whether it's, you know, you'd be doing lives every week, building a Facebook group, an email list, whatever the things are. If you're doing things in your business that you hate, it is going to feel very draining. And often when we feel burnout, burnt out, it's not, it's not always because we're doing too much. Often it's doing things that just drain our energy. And so if you're doing a lot of things that really drain your energy, can you outsource it, right? Can you outsource it or can you just stop doing it? Why do you have to do it? Just because someone else told you to? I promise you, there's a million ways to build a business. They all work, right? This is the thing. The person that's saying you've got to be on TikTok or you've got to be doing reels or you need to build an email list or YouTube's the way, whatever, they all work. It's what feels good to you, but you don't have to be doing things you hate. Business should feel good to you. It should be fun. It should light you up. And the more you are energized by what you're doing, the easier it feels, right? So that's the second thing, doing things you hate, recognizing that. Not honoring, this is the third one, not honoring the seasons or cycles of your life. And so what I mean by that, we've been talking about it in my mastermind chat recently too, is that one of the women shared, you know, recognizing when she's going through a winter season and it doesn't mean the actual um, climatic seasons. It just means more the winter season, for example, in your life is when you just feel a bit more like retreating, like going within, like resting, right? In, in ready for the spring. It's like just come when you're feeling that need to just take things a bit slower. You know, I'm super ambitious. So many of my clients are super ambitious, but we do not always have to be in massive scale and build mode. It is completely fine to be in a maintenance, slower paced, letting things roll, a slower season, right? It is okay. For me personally, I mean, I've shared this a few times on the podcast. You know, I've had a lot going on personally. And so I've very much been in a winter season with my business. I haven't been building things. I've very much been wanting to retreat, come back in, reassess before spring, before launching new things, doing new things. I've got so many, so many things just kind of percolating. Like I can see the vision so clearly, but they're still all formulating. They're still all coming together. And so over the last few months, I haven't been launching as much. I haven't been doing as much. I've just been doing the things that I love. And I've been taking more time off personally for the things that have been going on in my life. And that's okay. I've been going through a bit of a winter season. It doesn't always have to be about scaling. It doesn't always have to be about going bigger, right? The other thing to recognize, which I'm not an expert on, but I'm going to get an expert on the podcast to talk about this, is this your female cycles, right? So something I I'm going to get a guest on for this because I think something I would like to know more about and um, something that I think you'd all benefit from as well is that our female cycles, our monthly cycle also influences our energy. And I've really noticed this in the last six months. The day before or the day that I start my period, I get really emotional and a bit down. 
right? And so I've, I didn't realize it until a couple of months ago. I just had these days where I just feel like so defeated and emotional and like nothing was working and like everything was just so hard. And I just felt so down in the dumps. And then I got my period the next day and I can recognize the pattern. So I'm recognizing that my hormones, the day before the day of my period, my hormones have obviously shifted and I'm not in an energetic state. I'm not in, you know, I just feel very emotional and really like resting. You know, if I was to launch something on those days, it would be a struggle, right? It would be hard. I would not have the energy to do it. Whereas I know from the little I know about this, like I said, I'm not an expert, but the time that you're ovulating is actually the time that you tend to be more energized. So that can be a great time for launching things. So recognizing that you're not pushing yourself when your body's naturally wanting to slow down, you're actually, you know, working with your cycles and utilizing your own female energy because, and this is the thing too, you know, having been in a masculine dominated world where men obviously do not get this stuff. Right. And the other thing too, for you as a female, like if you, um, you know, do suffer from cramps or, you know, just generally feel more lethargic or things like that during your cycle. It's about recognizing and honoring that you're always not at the same energy level throughout a month and that's okay. And so being able to plan that into your calendar and not push, you know, coming, like I said, from this masculine dominated world, because men don't recognize um, you know, women's cycles. And that's certainly not something that's talked about in the workplace or given any, um, uh, given any acknowledgement to that that could possibly affect their performance. We're expected to show up and perform like men. And so very much, you know, you're trained in, in a in sort of a common workplace to just suppress all of that stuff. No one knows that you're going through your cycle. No one knows what you're going, your body's going through. You just need to show up and do your best all the time. But in your own business, when you're running the show, you get to decide these things. You get to decide when you launch, when you don't, when you take a day off to rest, you get to decide these things. And so, like I said, I'm going to get someone on the podcast to speak about this because it's something I would like to know more about. And I just, it's something I've wanting, been wanting to explore more. I really think it would benefit you all too. So honoring the seasons in your life and your cycle. So like I said, your seasons when you're, like I said, when you've just, you know, if you've got big things going on personally, or you just have been, you know, for me, like I've shared, I've had COVID, I've had shingles, I've moved house. I just feel a bit like I need to just chill out a little bit to, you know, the last few weeks, especially just rest a little bit, just take it a bit slower. I have just not had the energy to be, you know, doing, doing a lot, like showing up a lot, doing as many live things. I just want to just take it a bit easier and that's okay. So honoring that and being okay with that. The fourth thing is when you're not working with soul aligned clients or soulmate clients. So here's the thing, when you're working with clients that aren't quite a perfect fit for your work, then they are much more draining. It is much harder. So if you're someone who's perhaps good at sales and you've managed to convince clients to work with you, but then they're actually not doing the work, they're not getting the results, they're not really showing up, they're not really taking on board what you're what you're helping them with, then it's usually that they aren't quite the perfect match. And it's so important to realize this. You know, I had a... Um, 
one of my one-on-one clients a little while ago uh, was in the health coaching space and you know she had she was full she was busy with clients but the thing was is that a lot of them weren't soulmate clients and so they were draining like she was feeling like she had to motivate them constantly check in with them really try and you know kind of drag them along to help get them results and it was exhausting for her and then we really talked about well who is your soulmate client what are they like how do they show up and she realized that she had a couple of soulmate clients and they were so much easier they listened to her they implemented what they said she could help them get the results and that you know she really connected with well if I had some more clients like that oh my god I would love what I was doing so much more I'd feel so much more energized that would light me up it wouldn't be draining and so realizing that clients that aren't aligned are draining your energy right they are draining your energy so Knowing when to say no to a client, to to be like, we are not a match, knowing how to, um, you know, filter clients and make sure that you are bringing, you're attracting clients that your soulmate clients and that you're screening clients to make sure that they are fit and ready for your work. It's so important, right? And that's why, you know, personally, I'm not huge on sales calls and sort of a lot of objection handling because, I don't want to convince you, right? My clients that I get the best results with, they know they're a match. They, they are, they are drawn to me. They are all in. They are ready for my work. They, they feel the pull. They know that it's right. And they're a hell yes, right? I don't want to be dragging people along, convincing them that I'm right, convincing them to work with me. That's not the vibe at all, right? The other thing is really, last thing is, is, When you're um, delivering offers, whether it's one-on-one or group or whatever, that aren't fully aligned. And what I mean by that is that you might be, for example, a health coach and you create an offer, maybe a group container that serves women um, in the health coaching space. And it's a combination of teaching, maybe it's some resources they've got, and then it's live group coaching calls and maybe you're also doing a one-on-one with them all, like whatever the thing is, right? There's a combination of things that you're doing. But there's a component of the offer that doesn't really feel good. Like maybe you hate the live group coaching calls or maybe you're, you're feeling overwhelmed with all of the one on one calls or maybe, um, you know, you're you get exhausted having to turn up and do all the live trainings. Right. That we, we have to realize that you can still create an offer. And this is something you know that I, I work with with clients is often it's small tweaks in their offer to make them feel really freaking on fire. You want your offers to feel so freaking aligned for you, like such a hell yes for you that you really want to deliver them all components of it, that it lights you up. And it's a hell yes for the clients too. There doesn't want to be any like, ugh, you know, like any, any, any uh, regret as to some of the things you've put in there, any resistance to, to actually delivering part of the offers, right? You get to do things your way. You get to create it in a way that feels good for you, right? There's no, like you can deliver recorded trainings. You could do audio trainings. I know people that have just run masterminds completely in Voxer with no, you know, Zoom video calls. Like you can do such a combination of things and you can create offers that you love. And when you do, you, you'll feel energized delivering them and it will feel exciting energizing and you'll love it right and you won't experience the burnout but when you're delivering things that feel exhausting that are draining that is when the burnout sets in right 
So what to do? There's covered, covered a lot of things. So what to do? Create dream offers. Dream offers that you absolutely freaking love, that you light you up, that are hell yes for your clients. Um, and and at, same with soul aligned clients too. Knowing who your soul aligned clients are. And what I mean by that is what sort of like what what are some of their personality traits? What are they like? How are they going to show up in your container? Why are they a hell yes? It's calling in those people that are not just not that you know that you can help. Then at your soul aligned clients, the soul aligned clients are not the people you know you can help. I know that might sound like crazy. They're not the people you know you can help. They're the people that are ready for your work right? That are ready for your work. There's a million people on the planet you can help, but they're not all ready and willing to do the work. So your soul aligned clients are those that get you, that see you, that are ready for your work, right? And this is something I teach in a couple of my programs. Um, Client magnetism is one. Um, Also in the quantum expansion, we go deep into this, into the dream office, soul aligned clients, um, and how to actually create those for yourself, for your programs. Outsourcing, that's the next thing. I mean, if there's things in your business that you want to do or have done, but you don't love it, outsource that. (laughs) Outsource it, right? I'm just really bringing on some team at the moment to help outsource some things that I really desire to have, but I don't want to do myself. So it's really like if you want to build multiple six, seven figure businesses, it's outsourcing and having a strong team is so key. So realizing what your strengths are, what you love to do, and then realizing you can outsource things. It's so important, right? You cannot do it all. And when it comes to what you are doing in your business, it's about recognizing the beliefs you have around business that don't serve you right? The beliefs you have around business that are draining you. So what I mean by that is you might be telling yourself a story that a belief, a story, they are all the same things that I need to write three emails a week to build a business, or I need to write a blog every week, or I need to do live trainings twice a week. And you hate those things and they drain you and you dread them, right? If that's the case, let go of those beliefs. Or if you've got beliefs that you've got, like I said, you've got to be in all the places on all the things, doing all the things. There are beliefs you have about business that don't serve you. It might be, I need to work a certain amount of hours. I need to work hard to have the success. I need to deliver X, Y, Z programs in order to have success. What are the beliefs around business that don't serve you? You get to write your own rules here. So realizing that you actually have beliefs that are getting in your way. Like I have to do sales calls. I don't have a problem with sales calls, but if it's something that you don't want to do and you're telling yourself a story that you have to, then it's a belief that doesn't serve you, right? And the last thing is really honoring honoring yourself and resting, right? Scheduling in the rest, scheduling in the rest, being okay with the rest, being, you know, a lot of my clients end up having naps during the day. Um, you know, really like a nap, a bath, really taking time off during the day, because I tend to attract women that have been very much hard workers. And so when they start to let go of some of these beliefs that don't serve them, and they start to listen more to their soul, to their intuition, then what happens is they are honoring they are honoring the the intuitive hits they get. So if they've done a few hours work and they're just feeling a bit tired and, and they just get this, you know, this, this little pull to lay down and rest, they're starting to honor that. And so it doesn't mean that you're going to have naps for the rest of your life, but it's just realizing that it's okay. If you've been working really hard and kind of burning the candle at both ends and feeling burnt out, then your body's probably going to want to rest, right? So honoring rest, scheduling it, 
Um, you know, I'd really encourage you to find out more about your cycle and how you can run your business around that. Like I said, I'm going to share a podcast on that. Um, and really, yeah, really honoring that and listening to your body, like listening to your limits. Like if, if three clients a day is, feels like the max, then honor that and don't book more than three clients a day. When I first started my business, I was actually doing 90 minute calls and that felt draining. So I cut it back to 60, right? So it's realizing that you get to write the rules. Maybe you're doing hour calls and that feels like too much. So do half hour calls or 45 minute calls. You get to write the rules, right? So I hope that has been so helpful. Like I said, I, I work with a lot of women that have experienced burnout or go through periods where they feel burnt out. And so, and like I said, I felt like I've gone through a period where I felt quite burnt out too. And I've really been honoring that rest re-looking at everything in my business, how I structure it, the support that I have, and I'm really making big shifts. Um, and I encourage you to do the same. I hope you have an amazing day. I will talk to you all soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I hope you loved what you heard here and are excited for your expansion. If it resonated with you, then please screenshot this podcast and share it with your friends and hashtag soul aligned business babes. And please rate and review so I can spread the word and keep bringing you more goodness. If you're not already following me on social media, come and join the party for extra inspiration and teachings. I do live trainings in my Facebook group, which you can join at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash soulaligned.bb. You can follow me on Instagram at I am Susan Francis. Or come to my website at susanfrancis.com.au and download your free manifestation meditation and check out what programs I'm currently offering. I'm so excited you joined me here today and can't wait to share the next episode with you. Until then, remember you are powerful beyond measure and your success is inevitable.